0: jerks in the fourth row where we almost have a throwback uh format that we're going to be doing today uh to discuss the limited series starring kevin hart and wesley snipes true story uh my partner in crime my brother uh i don't think (laughs) i don't think we have quite the history that that these brothers or these characters had in the story but uh you're my partner in crime nonetheless dog what's going on
1: i'm excited to talk about this with you so Bill and I haven't
0: discussed this whatsoever. No, right. So I think we brought it up on our piece out to 2021. And then I think I FaceTimed you right after. I'm just like, dog, we got to talk more about this. But what we're going to be doing today... So so we're going to be talking about that on the podcast today with, with the precursor that we will be spoiling everything about this. So if you want to go see it or haven't seen True Story yet... Don't listen to this, save this podcast for after, when you're done, when you're finished it, or if you know you're never going to watch it, we're going to kind of get into some details today as far as what happened uh, in this in this short series.
1: Again, the spoiler alert is out there. We have let you know that we are going to talk all things that have to do <laughs> with the storyline and plot and things that happen within this true story it was starring Kevin Hart and Leslie so yeah. I just wanted to make that very clear.
0: Yes. So much like we did when we started out, we was kind of like a we, we were kind of copying it first when we were three dogs in a movie, the, the rewatchables format that we see in the ringer. Uh, so we're gonna do a lot of that today and just kind of go over some theories, what our favorite parts were, you know, shocking stuff and try to keep it relatively short. You know, I'm I'm saying this now, so we're gonna try to hold ourselves to that dog, but we've got a lot to get to. So uh, I mean, what do you want, where do you want to start? Do you just want to kind of give like an so overall... Let's
1: start, out, let's start out with just like our quick experience with it. Like mine was walking into, you know, Maddie watching it and being gripped immediately. And then after that, I think I told, after watching it in like two pretty quick sittings, uh, I told you and Laura, this is, you guys have to watch it. But it's it ha- like, I couldn't quite describe it. I The first thing I would say is that it's not a comedy. So, you know, this is like one of Kevin Hart's, like, he's, he's done some serious stuff before, but this is like his first, like, like real yeah. something different, you know?
0: This is a crime drama. This is, above anything, there's definitely funny parts just based off of what the characters that are in it, but it's a crime drama. And let me set up the plot. The basic plot is Kevin Hart is a, he's playing basically, his, his character's name is Kid, and he's playing himself right so we're he's a comedian that tours around the world he's becoming this you know mega superstar mega superstar starring in a bunch of films and he is you know we learn very early that he's trying to be sober he's got his life together and that he's kind of got this uh, brother that's kind of that that's very troubled that that stays in philadelphia uh, who's played by wesley snipes anyway the, the first episode sets it up that he Wesley Snipes comes back he's a bad influence he gets Kevin Hart away from his sobriety um and then shit basically hits the fan from there
1: yeah so I mean if you're listening to this podcast you you should have watched it by now so from the beginning doc did you what what did you think about seeing Wesley Snipes were you just like what did you expect to see out of his character
0: I was expecting this to be kind of like a shitty reclamation project for him. I I went in with very low expectations, even though I do love Wesley Snipes and I liked everything that he did in his prime. I wasn't expecting him to be throwing ninety five, and he came in. He's throwing. He's throwing damn near a hundred right from the start.
1: Yeah, I that and that's honestly. I felt the same exact way. I'm glad you said that because like I was like, okay, I'm gonna watch this for a second, and then I couldn't take my eyes off of it. Like it was. So, it was so fast-paced, that's what I, I, I mean, pretty much from the, halfway through the first episode, I mean, once, you knew something's going around once he, he goes to bed, but, all right, I, I was so, all right, I didn't trust him from the start, Wesley's character, whose name is C, so Carlton, uh, I didn't trust C from the start, or from this middle of this episode, I gotta, as, as soon as he's forcing alcohol on Kevin, in the, or kid, excuse me, and then... Why is he waking him up saying the girl's dead? You know what I'm saying? Like, when he wakes up, when Kevin wake, kid wakes up to this dead girl, like, why is Wesley Snipes' character C doing that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
0: so that was, a, I think that's what you're supposed to think, like, right off the bat. Like, okay, this is Wesley Snipes' way of extorting her. But then it's pretty, uh, the show makes you believe it's pretty well known that this, this woman that Kevin Hart wakes up to is dead. Like there's right. – Kevin Hart does everything but go and check her pulse to make sure she's dead. But we're, you're to believe she's in the other room rotting for three, four hours, not moving. And you have no reason to believe that she's not dead, right? Like so right. Th- that right. is what I uh, first thought. But he he plays it so well and it's written so well that you – you your mind goes there and then it tricks you into believing like, okay, Wesley Snipes really is his, the brother is trying to help him out out of this situation so
1: what what i thought initially i I was almost yelling at the tv i was like check her pulse we're like dude you gotta check her like you gotta question what's going on here um but but i i would then when he found the pills like and and you're right when everything uh, was continuing to play out i thought wesley maybe killed her like and so i thought she was possibly dead but wesley just did it so he was still involved somehow but then uh, he he calls in Billy Zane's character
0: oh, Ari, one of the greatest cameos of all time.
1: It was awesome. It was great. <laughs> it was it was really awesome. He was great in it. Um, and uh, anyway, so he no he goes along with the the line. So anyways, so you believed you didn't think she was dead this whole time.
0: Right? I thought she was dead. So for the first half hour, I go okay. Wesley Snipes is definitely set. Or the first whatever. When it, when it happens, I'm like, okay, this is Wesley's way to extort money. We learn that Wesley has a failing restaurant. He's in deep to the Greek, Greek mob for, you know, a couple million dollars, whatever it is, a million and a half. So I'm like, okay, this is his way to extort money. But th- then after, you know, they uh, allegedly fold this girl up and, and put her into a cart and Billy Zane's character is introduced. I'm like, and then and then the kicker at the end where Kevin Hart kills Billy Zane and Wesley Snipes almost has like oh, why did you do that rather than rather than freaking out that's that was my cue like okay Wesley Snipes doesn't care about this guy this isn't the, this isn't a setup this isn't a sting he's really trying to help Kevin Hart out and they have a couple of like brother moments that's believable it's like okay you know, as troubled as this guy is i don't think that he's setting him up even though that was my in, that was my inclination for the first i don't know 15 20 minutes of the of the show
1: so I thought he was setting him up but then I thought Ari who's Billy Zane's character it took it way too far like I thought he took it like asking for the 6 million as opposed to like three or, I didn't yeah. know if he him and it, him and C didn't agree on that or, so it was still kind of unclear what was but it was clear that I I, I I was the whole time expecting C to be the you know to to somehow be involved, but not to the the depths that
0: he was. So okay, right. so the sh- the show did a good enough job to get me off of that scent. You know, it, Wesley Snipes stuck his neck, neck out there so many times for for kid for Kevin Hart that I was like, okay, there's this guy's this guy is being a good brother right now, as troubled as he is. He's he's going through with all this stuff and and putting himself in front of the cops and you know driving that Sprinter around with another dead body in it you know, this whole time that I figured he was just ride or die and that this wasn't about the money, but it was always a possibility. I would have never been shocked. So the, sport-
1: I, I thought it was like, <clears throat> I thought it was like 60, 40. I thought it was like 60. He was being Kev's boy, like at that point, but then 40, you know, he still needed to find his way out. But again, I just didn't think that, that he, he really was, you know, looking to extort and and trick kid the way that he was. But so, all right, let's slow down here. So we've, we've put out some, some major, some major plot roles out there, plot um, parts out there. Um, so we, but we haven't talked about like the life that they set up. So like Kev's bodyguard, Herschel, mm-hmm. his writer, Billy, who's the girl. And then his, uh, his, his uh, manager, Todd. So these are all really well cast. So. So I just want to pump the brakes and just talk about the cast and how, but we, we'll see what you thought. On top of Wesley Snipes, and who, yeah, threw 98 the whole time. And as did Kev. We haven't even talked about Kevins.
0: Yeah. Uh, so I thought that the two main characters were the, really the, the attraction to it. So that being Kevin Hart and Wesley Snipes. Both of which, I think Snipes has probably done something similar to this. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart, this was the first time I had seen him where he isn't just like this short funny comedian. And so I was impressed with that that he had this, you know, it wasn't quite Jim Carrey doing the number 23 or the Truman show. It wasn't that big of a of a difference, but this was definitely something out of the norm that that from what he normally did. So that was my uh-huh. that that was what my initial draw was to to the show that and the kicker at the end, which I think we've danced around but haven't said it where Kevin Hart realizes that Billy Zane's trying to extort him for more money than, than what this job was really worth and then pulls out some sort of like strangle tool or like no, a, it
1: was the, no it was the uh, the cord that the, the race or the, uh, the guy on the plane gives him it's the power cord.
0: Oh okay yeah yeah right so it's it's the iPhone charging cord and strangles him yeah. to death. So Kevin Hart, who's half the size of Billy Zane does that, like, that was just like the oh shit moment where I was, no matter what happened from there on right. there on out, I was in. And there was a yes. couple, and from there, there's a couple of oh shit moments, like, in, sure. in the short seven episode series, so.
1: No, de- definitely. So you're saying the the main two, Wesley and, and, yeah, I was on board with but when, when all that shit went down. But also, as they develop his life around him, you see... All these characters, these actors—I mean, these acting players—on his life, like his, he's he's always on the phone with his wife and his kid, and he's he's balancing his fans, he's balancing like his his bodyguard, what he knows, what his manager knows. So like, there's there's all these elements that are going on, and I think his Ke- Kevin's portrayal of like being able to like deal with each of them or not, or not deal with them in some cases well is, I think one of the most interesting parts so like it's a it's a pretty ballsy um correlation to draw to your own life you know what
0: i mean sure sure and it it has to be fiction there's no way that there's a that his manager is really like todd in real life right so like do you think that kevin sees his manager as someone that he has to hide bullshit from this you know in order to do, do you think he has that relationship with his writers billy with his with his bodyguard and with his manager in real life do you think that that's there's any truth to that because I, I, I thought that it was pretty fictionalized I'd be shocked if there was any to, any so re, any I relationship
1: think, I, I think what some of this the stuff is the the underlying things are like the, I think Kevin had some stuff with his brother that happened in real life in real life Kevin where there was some money taken and then his um, or but famously he he had an affair and his personal life was just dragged through the mud, and I think the uh, the illusion or the 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 line he's drawing between the two is just kind of like you don't know what's going on inside of me because there's still a show going on. So like yeah. that, that's pretty much the basis of the show is him juggling all of these elements of his life. But you're right; the main focus point is obviously the the murders at hand. Mm-hmm. Um, but but. The, the, the rest of the show is still going on. The rest of his life is still going on. He's still got to go to Ellen DeGeneres. He's still got to go to um, perform. He's still got to deal with uh, upsetting a fan. You know what I mean? There's so many... There's so much going on.
0: So uh, the, that was another part that I thought that might be like very inaccurate was the relationship that he had with this crazed fan or Gene. this obsessive fan, Gene, behind-the-scenes Gene. Like... <laughs> There's no way that he had that Gene, whether he had you know blackmail or video footage of, of Kevin dumping a body or not, is getting that type of access to Kevin. It seems to like a that Kevin knows who he is, and b is will, willing and available to him anytime he goes in and out of his his limousine or his Sprinter. Like that that part was kind of questionable to me. Like, wouldn't there just be thousands of genes out there? And wh- why does why is Gene considered you know, if this guy's you know has twenty five million followers or whatever it was. Like, there's just one like sketchy person that's the president of his the 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 said president of his fan fan club. Like that part was un, a little bit unbelievable to me. But
1: help, I mean, in this in this small, I mean, there could be another gene on the other side of the country. You know what I'm saying? So like, this was his Philly you're gene. Right. Said,
0: what? This was his Philly gene, his Philadelphia gene.
1: I yeah, exactly. Who no, I but who knows, man? Like I think it's just more of the these are all metaphors for things it's like okay. obviously that's a yeah fictionalized that's a and embellished, for sure. They're definitely fictionalized and embellished, but uh, but I think nonetheless they're still real factors like that he's constantly had to juggle. Kevin in real life and then his character Kid, who is again Let's get back to the main focus point, which is them dealing with like getting getting rid of the bodies. Which, again, my my favorite part is like Kevin, like dealing like although he's got a body in the back, like just snapping in or kids snapping into his like his uh, comedic role and just like playing basketball with the kids and like yeah. even Wesley he's like taken back by that stuff. So like the di- he's so he's he's diabolical. You know, and just constantly manipulating situations to his benefit, um, and I and I think that's something that his his brother can't do, which you know he kind of gets caught into his his you know yeah I'm gonna punch my
0: I'm gonna punch my way or shoot my way or you know run my way out of this. He he can't think on his feet like Kevin Hart. So the the, the more that I watched this, the I kept going back and forth, like saying who's the worst dude? Who is who is the Who's the biggest scumbag between Wesley Snipes and Kay? Because Kay was just, you know, dealing with dead bodies and like dealing with m- having murdered someone. And yeah, he was freaking out, but he wasn't so much freaking out that he did it. He was freaking out that he was going to get caught and that his career was going to end. And, you know, so, I mean, the the blood on his hands wasn't the thing that was bothering him. It was, it was being exposed as, it was his ego, right? It was being exposed as, as a bad guy that... He wanted to, so when at the end, Wesley Snipes, or at the beginning, I'm sorry, Wesley Snipes goes, you know how we're going to handle this? Like, you put this on me. You put this on me, and, you know, I'll just say it was me, and you had nothing to do with this. And you could yeah. see Kevin Hart was like, okay, he was considering that as an option. But, like, the more he thought through it, he's like, okay, we're in a, ho- we're in a hotel room. Of course I'm going to hear someone, you know, you bringing a body out. And that was next." But you could see the wheels going and Kevin Hart's face just be like, okay, like, maybe that could work. He was trying to save his own ass the entire time, and at the end of it, that's that's what the solution is. He he kills Wesley Snipes at the end to save his own ass. There's no more witnesses now that are alive that have anything to do with this, so he, he can go scot-free, but six people needed to die in order for that to happen. And I think he's okay yeah. with that.
1: Yeah, no, <clears throat> I mean, just the way that he, like, gets it off his chest to the – which I thought was a weird scene at like one of the final scenes with the final kid finally tells his manager and the bodyguard that he did all this shit. Minus he didn't tell him that he killed his brother. That's the only thing that he said that the Greeks killed his brother, but he still tells them that, you know, he killed the Ari character that he, you know, was was disp- like he let, then dispose of the girl's body. Like he was still culpable to a lot of this stuff. So I was just surprised that he was admitted to any of it to him at the well, end. You know, he's pretty pretty casually.
0: The only reason he would do that it was because I think it was of a, a last ditch effort to save his own ass, right? He's he's at a point where he only tells them because he knows he got caught by the bodyguard listening into them at the Phillies or at the Sixers game. So again, I think it was just more damage control on Kevin Hart. You know, saying okay, I've got to I've got to come up front with this, or else I'm culpable to my bodyguard, either reporting me to the cops or whatever. So he, I think, if he he knew that if he brought in the bodyguard and he brought in Todd, that he could a mixture of that. Todd just would do anything to save his ass, and then his bodyguard, he knew he could pay off. I think that there was another just effort to just, you know, save, save himself,
1: manipulate manipulate the situation for his benefit, definitely. I mean, it's, it's crazy. And and amidst all this, he's like going into hospitals, you know, doing last wish or, you know, make granting wishes and, uh, you know, amongst all this, you know, talking to his kid, encouraging his kid over the phone, um, you know, you know, handling like his alimony, random stuff like that. So it's, it's, uh, I, I, again, I keep coming back to that. I guess it's, it's fascinating to see him go back and forth and in with some of those moments where he's he's got to just turn it on that's what i think like those acting chops are nuts dude like being able to make yourself so like when his when he shoots his brother at the end and then he's covering he's getting under his body and putting his blood on him and he's like he's like all right he's like psyching himself up to like call for help and cry and then he like knows he needs to like go live like dude that's fucked up. Yeah, like, it is. Yeah,
0: anyone of anyone like, would be in shock from just seeing something like that. And he's calculating. He's he, in that yeah. moment where three people just got killed in front of him. He's and he's responsible for all of the deaths. He is calculating how he again how he can get out of this five seconds after it's happened.
1: And you're right. And the only time he freezes is when he goes on or he's about to go on stage, and he's got Gene behind the scenes, Gene, who shows him. Just getting rid of the bodies, and he knows he's like, oh, he could be completely fucked, until he's got a rap on that situation, which the whole gene thing is weird. Like that, that that level of dedication. Like I, the fact that he was willing to die, essentially, like in the, when the when he's getting, he figures it all out. He he finally admits to like, killing their brother, and right? Right. Really embraced. Yeah. Fo- it, he like,
0: s- he says it, and he. Shows him the nope. Rolex. I guess in Gene's mind, he he thought he he was telling Wesley Snipes that he would already be dead if it weren't for Kevin Hart's character for a kid, because his comedy right. pulled him out of a depressing time or something like that. So, yeah. yeah, I mean that that's what we're supposed to believe. But when you're getting the shit kicked out of you like that, I'm I'm squeaking I'm squawking all day, like just like no.
1: That's why I'm saying this this thing, I, and I think which is why it's my number one. It reached my number one this pa- of this past year because it surprised me. I think at every turn, pretty mm-hmm. much. Yeah, like every every single end of the episode, or the beginning of the episode was like it it surprised you. Like whether it was their acting chops or like the story, the storyline, how it was developing. Like it was probably some of the most exciting shit that I had seen in a long
0: time. The four big oh shit moments are the first part where they find out she's she's dead. There's a dead girl next to her. Billy's when Kevin Hart kill, kills Billy Zane, um, the part where Gene ends up getting sh- shows him the video, and then at the end when you find out that it's a mixture of where the the woman, the Destiny or whatever her name is, is still alive, and that Wesley Snipes is a part of a part of the whole thing. I guess then you could also include the the five the fifth oh shit moment is when Kevin Hart does not save his brother, he shoots him at the end just to get rid of that problem. That's, that's, so, I mean, seven episodes and five, like, noticeably oh shit moments that, that I'm not even, probably not even capturing all of them. There's minor ones, those are the big ones. I mean,
1: there is minor ones, like when they get pulled over with, with, by yeah. the cops and they're right. dead by the back. I mean, there's, there's a bunch of them, like, when he's, I mean, when he's, you know, almost getting caught by the hotel, you know, people, like, the, I mean, it's the, that's, why I love this show is such fast paced. It was just constantly, again, you, you, you didn't know how it was going to unfold. And then, and then, but like we were both skeptical of Wesley the whole time, and it, it, it rewards you for being skeptical, which I
0: like. I I, but as I said, like I was kind of taken off the scent in those middle episodes there. I really was. I thought Wesley was down because he could have easily just been like, oh shit, this, this went awry. And he could have fled. He could have easily fled or he could have just done something to, to cower. But he was always there the next day. He was always helping Ke- Kevin Hart. He stuck his neck out. I, I guess in, in from his standpoint, like he was dead either way. So he might as well see this through. Uh, but like the fact that he goes into, he gets in the car with the Greeks when they're looking for the, the killer, you know, as far as he knows, those Greeks could be driving him to his death. Why not just so so that's why I thought that he he wasn't in cahoots with Ari, uh, you know Billy Zane's character because of because of his dedication to Kevin Hart.
1: Yeah, no, it was definitely. I mean, it was back. He was trying. See, that's the thing. He was trying to be like Kid and playing everybody, and he just he what he could never do it. Right. He just he screws up on all these on every couple turns. You know, I mean, he'll he he'll, he'll screw up or leave a trail of himself or keep someone's phone or just like you know somehow link himself to gene or be you know there's 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 he's just not as smooth as kid which is why he never made it
0: he almost screwed himself by giving gene this the the chain reaction that or that would have happened by giving gene that that uh rolex or whatever it was the the expensive ari's expensive watch he was thinking okay this is going to set him up but like didn't he know that, like, these guys... He just watched him torture another, another shop owner or whatever to, to extort information out of him. He's like, wouldn't... Like, Gene knew everything. Like, that was, like, the last person you wanted to set up because he's the one who could tell everything that had happened and has video evidence that was another. So when Gene deletes something, Chris, when we were watching, we we both said, "Well, he didn't delete his deleted was Like that, that I thought that that was gonna come back and, and bite him in the ass because he didn't do like a yeah. full delete on his phone. Right. Uh, right. So he was like the worst person to set up, and Wesley Snipes almost, you know, somehow got out of it because Gene's, you know, blind dedication to kid.
1: Yeah, and you know it was funny that blinded the cops as well. The cops, the, there's two detectives who bring Kevin in after they find Gene's body. And, like, Kevin kid is, like, making all these defensive statements. And they're like, oh, we've never suspected suspect you. Like, <laughs> yeah, right, because right. he's just, like, he's, like, that. He would never put himself so close to a fan. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, like yes. that. Yeah. Um, so one thing. So I had asked you a little while ago. um, and we can get into some questions now. Like I asked you, who your favorite character was, and I think you kind of came back with Wesley with Snipes, Kevin Hart. Oh, no, well, no, I was West, most
0: West. impressed with Kevin Hart, but I think Wesley Snipes, the brother, was my favorite character. I also loved the Bi- the Billy Zane cameo. I mean, he was only on screen for maybe twenty minutes, but he, I thought his character was was awesome. And that's that's kind of what, yeah, that helped pull me into the show. His his character.
1: Definitely. So I was a huge Herschel fan, the bodyguard. And when I think, all right, so a couple things with him, like I was pissed actually at the end when he asked for that 6 million, I was like, why did they, like, I didn't understand it, but you're right. Like, it's just another way to control, but I, but the way he had acted the entire series, he was so ride or die. Like, and he was just there to do what Kev said or kid said. And so that threw me like, and I thought, Something was going to happen from that, but it didn't. And anyways, well, he got I, he got
0: I, broken down though. So remember, Kevin Hart took a swing at him, punched him in the face. He's like, "You only get one." And then Kevin Hart disrespected him like multiple times from then on out. Like, you know, basically saying, "Hey, my brother's got this screw off." Um, he he alluded to the fact that he knew that he was sleeping with the writer, and he was just embarrassing him time after time after time for like a course of twenty four to forty eight hours. So. I yeah, think that that's, that's why, why the,
1: was, that's why the that's why I was surprised he extorted him because like he put up with a lot of shit like and then all of a sudden he's gonna be like six million like but I don't know it just surprised me but also I just liked him and I, I really wish they let him open up on somebody like he, he never had his fight scene he yeah. got shot in like one of that final scene and I really wanted to see him like because they, he says, you know, he's like a ninth degree black belt or something like that. Yeah. And you know he can handle himself. Like, yeah. I really wanted to see him handle somebody, but that didn't happen, unfortunately.
0: Yep. No, I I, I agree. Like they they could have there could have been so much action. Again, with such a, such a limited series, we only really had about five hours of content, maybe tops. I don't know, it's there just, was, but there was a lot. What,
1: a- one thing we haven't mentioned yet is. The 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 time frames of the episodes were different. I thought that kept you on your toes as well. You never knew when it yeah. was going to end, or like you couldn't. It, it wasn't like a long. Nothing was 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 an, which I, for a format of a series, you know, why not? If like you're telling a story and something needs to go on, like why not? Let I think it's another benefit of streaming stuff like this. Um, but but I I thought it, the fact that it was so short, though, I thought it was. Why it was so good? It was just like bang, 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 bang. bang and yeah, then and there's a decent, not, there's
0: like, a decent amount of character development too, which I always, which I always like. Like I feel like I know who they're trying. Todd was trying to be. I feel like I know Herschel, Billy, mm-hmm. Billy was trying to start her own thing with, you know, getting that opening at Madison Square Garden and being a comic, com- com- uh, a comic herself. Uh, so like that's what I appreciated too. Small thing. I appreciated the fact that they put a basketball in Wesley Snipes' hands again. And just to just to show, like, so we, I think we've talked about this from White Man Can't Jump. Like, he's clearly can't, he can't ball. And in yeah. multiple scenes, there's one when he's in the elevator, and then obviously when they're creating the alibi, they have him playing two on two. I thought that that was just an obvious nod to, to White Man Can't Jump. And I appreciated watching him wrist dribble in brick shots like we saw him do 30 years ago.
1: Yeah. Oh, I mean, well, there's tons of nods. I think throughout the whole the whole thing. So I, I think tons of nods to Kevin's life. I think obviously. I mean, it's called true story. Like we said earlier, like like it's it's a ballsy a line, a correlation to draw, um, but clearly a lot of stuff you know is drawn from his actual life. Um, yeah. And uh, it makes it that much more
0: believable, like, for sure. So So there's tons of nods
1: like one. He's like watching Richard Pryor one moment talk about uh, when he was like on crack and doing all this messed up stuff. And like so that's Kevin like possibly identifying with like, you know, a comedian who, you know, he saw a mess up and looked up to him and like dealt with a mess up. You know what I mean? There's small nods to his life. And I think. Like the, the reality of it. I don't
0: um, remember the Richard Pryor uh, scene. Oh no no. It's
1: literally in the background. It's a small nod. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. Like it's just like in the background of a scene when he's waking up or something like that. Gotcha. And uh, you know, it's 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 full of allusions to his life. Um, but that's where I think the the, the correlation or the, the alignment is ballsy for him to draw because like you, you don't know where the line starts and where it stops. So hmm. It's it's uh it's it's it's, it's, it's really good. Uh, I enjoyed
0: was, it. So any other questions Doug? I know we have tried to keep this short. We're already at the 30 minute mark. So did you have anything else you want to touch on for the for this show other than to just I guess just uh, if you, do, do,
1: real quick. Do you think that there's going to be a second second se- series, <laughs> second season, whatever?
0: I don't know. But I hope that both yeah. of these guys do stuff like this. I think that they both kind of found or unlocked a a platform or a, a format that they they thrive in. So I don't whether they're in something together in the future or if they continue to do this type of content. I you know I, I, I think that they both unlock something. I hope that they both do more stuff like this.
1: Yeah, I mean, and who I love seeing actors dabble in stuff that they're not normally known for. So I think that was number one off the bat my way to draw people in, and then. I mean, the show, the action, I think, speaks for itself. Like, the Greeks are, are the Greek mobsters are brutal. Like, it's a, it's a it had everything I was looking for, which is why it was not my number one, which is why we've done this podcast on it. Yeah.
0: No one's coming back for season two because everyone's dead, so they'd have to do, like, a prequel or something like that.
1: They could find another gene. That's what I'm saying. The West Coast gene, dude. Yeah.
0: Well, the snipes, snipes, would need to be involved if, if they're gonna keep this show going, and he did. So
1: yeah, they could. He could find another. Like no, he brings Martin Lawrence out from wherever he is and like gives him a role. All
0: right, I think you should you should send the writers <laughs> send that to the writers' room. We've we'll, got to, we'll all talk, the pieces in well, there. All right. Well, I'll we see, had, we I'll enjoyed I'll
1: this. Talk to my people but my people will talk to their people and see what
0: happens yeah yeah I'm sure that, that there's only about a degree or separation between the two so you, you should be good alright so we enjoyed we enjoyed watching this talking about this you know if, if you're some, one of the few people who listen to this podcast who also have seen this and want to talk about this DM us because I'm sure there's stuff that you know aspects that we didn't even cover or didn't see when we watched it so uh, looking forward to your take too alright Doug till next time Thanks. It's a true story. I'm in the stapler, punching the clock until five, holding out to get up to the stage. Now I'm